What is your economic style? Do you frequently check Uber rates? Or are you more of a taxi-hailing type? Do you prefer to chat with an Airbnb host or keep to yourself with room service in a hotel? When you make transactions, does it involve a swipe and a signature? Or have you embraced Apple Pay? All of these options are now possible with the cutting-edge economy. Also known as the peer-to-peer, -peer, or share economy, this cutting-edge economy is ushering fierce competition into the traditional economy and allows people to share anything from rides and homes to Wi-Fi and even cash. In one year, Uber transitioned from being the least used method of ground transportation to the most used, and Airbnb is now worth about $25 billion, which would make it the second largest hotel brand between Hilton and Marriott. This is due in part to the lack of regulations in the share economy, as opposed to the highly regulated taxi and hotel industries. George Mason University economics professor, Dr. Chris Coyne, explains how strict regulations actually lead to artificially high prices throughout the traditional economy. Many of these regulations restrict entry into the market. The, the most obvious example of this is taxi medallions. So something like in New York City where you only can operate a cab legally if you have a taxi medallion. Uh, of course, the whole purpose of this is not to provide safety to consumers, but to limit the number of taxis, uh, which of course is beneficial to those that hold the medallions. But that, of course, leads to artificially high prices and, and less options for the, the populace of that city. But the share economy largely evades these regulations and its competitive nature makes travel possible for people who could not previously afford to travel. Sue Walco is a former business travel manager. Like I said, I think Airbnb works for the leisure market. It helps people travel who can't afford hotels or don't want hotels and want to feel a little more local. This was the case for Uber and Airbnb user Joel Seng. Once I walked into the house, I knew it was going to be okay because it was like a, it was a penthouse. Here I am paying $24 staying in this penthouse for a week. I mean, that is just unreal. However, the share economy attracts people for more reasons than its competitive prices. Joel Seng enjoys Uber's convenience and its user-friendly app. It's so convenient, especially if you live in the city. You know, you can wait for a taxi, but you have to flag it down. But the thing with Uber is that you just download the app and you just click a button and the app takes care of everything for you, from finding the driver to payment, everything's automatic. But what is the trade-off for convenience and affordability? Many people do not trust the safety and privacy of Airbnb and Uber. When Sue Walco served as a business travel manager, she did not allow employees to stay in Airbnbs. When I negotiate with a hotel, we know they have fire escapes. We know they have fire alarms. They tell us about all of that. With Airbnb, I don't know that. I don't know who manages the property. I don't know the security. So for my business travel, I did not allow people to use Airbnb. Beyond risk management, getting into a stranger's car or sleeping in an unfamiliar house can be frightening for some. People share their Uber and Airbnb horror stories online, deterring others from using those services. New York Magazine correspondent Olivia Newsy wrote of her experience in which an Uber driver showed her a picture he had taken of her earlier in the day. Sue Walco is concerned as well. I'm, I'm a solo traveler. As a woman, I wanted security. So I don't want to stay with a host I don't know in somebody's room. But Dr. Coyne takes a different approach. People oftentimes say this about things like Uber and Airbnb, and they point out instances where, where people have engaged in nefarious behaviors, whether it's fraud, crime, violence against people. But of course, this thing happens in the traditional economy as well. 
Uh, this is simply to say that there's criminals everywhere in life. You know, having government regulate the taxi industry doesn't overcome that. And some Airbnb users, including Rachel Shive, never felt unsafe. It's just a cool experience, and they have background checks. I didn't feel unsafe. The share economy debate abounds, but the cutting-edge economy does not stop at travel. One addition of the new economy is a variety of new payment methods like Apple Pay and Venmo, and even a new currency known as Bitcoin. Venmo is a mobile money transfer app that is owned by PayPal and serves approximately 203 million customers. Its no-hassle, cash-free money transferring abilities are especially useful for payment amongst peers. In fact, Venmo is so popular, it has become a common verb, as in, forget to split the check? That's okay, just Venmo me. However, with Venmo, money is not transferred instantly, and payments can be canceled, making transfers between strangers risky. Like Venmo, Apple Pay works through an app, but acts more as a mobile wallet, and like a credit card, it is accepted at most business establishments. Community First Credit Union branch manager Jeff Gabriel explains how Apple Pay's fingerprint technology actually makes it safer than carrying a credit card. It is very secure. You don't have to be carrying around a credit card and having someone take it or losing it. It's safer as far as the financials are concerned because the information is on your phone and the only way that you can get it from your phone is by a security code or by your fingerprint. In contrast, Bitcoin is essentially a different currency. It can be bought, sold, and exchanged and holds market value similar to a stock. Bitcoin presents risks because its value is subject to fluctuations, but some people find it advantageous because it allows for untraceable transactions. With countless new ways to travel, lodge, and pay, should you stick to the traditional route or embrace the cutting edge? Is there a right or wrong answer? Dr. Chris Coyne doesn't seem to think so. I do not think there is one right or wrong answer because I don't know I don't know even how you go about determining that. I think it's up to each person, and that, that depends on what they're looking for in terms of product. That depends on their comfort level. Uh, and, you know, different people, and it's based on their background, their age, a whole host of uh, life experience uh, are going to have different preferences for that. And so, uh, you know, my view on this is the more options available to people, the better, and then let people self-select into what they want. People can pick and choose, and, and they're all better for it. According to Dr. Coyne, while it seems the share economy is here to stay, sooner or later it will probably be the norm, becoming a traditional economy in itself. Very quickly, uh, Airbnb, if it's not already, will become part of the traditional economy. And then uh, the great thing about innovation is that uh, at some point in the future, something new will come up and uh, challenge Airbnb and Uber and all these other current peer-to-peer technologies that are, are currently all the rage. And so quickly they'll transition from the kind of new economy to the traditional economy. This is Kylie Zemple reporting for Radio America.